Good morning on this Tuesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nugget, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you joined us yesterday, we were talking about the armor of God and the armor of Satan. That is what he trusts in, according to one of the parables and teachings of Jesus. He is called the strong man. Jesus is called the stronger than he. But we need to know, as believers, what are the tactics, what are the strategies, what are the devices... What are the maneuvers that the enemy uses or the things that he uses to come against us as believers? Against the world, he already has them already under the illusion that there is no God, that there is no devil. But when we come to Christ, when we are born again, the Holy Spirit begins to illuminate And give us understanding of really the darkness that we were in. It was a pitiful darkness because we believed every lie of the devil. So as we begin to look at the armor which the enemy has, that he has depended upon, or that he has trusted in, we have to understand the organization and the set order that the enemy has against the believer, also against the world. The world is also controlled by the sin nature, the fallen nature of Adam. So therefore, even if they try to escape, they cannot because that nature will not allow them. But when we're born again, we die or that nature has already been dealt with by Christ and our spirit is made alive. We're quickened. We're born again, whereas before we were dead as far as to the knowledge of God or knowing God, we are made alive by the Spirit of God. And through the gift of faith, we're able to reach out and begin to know God, to know Him. And to know Him is eternal life and to know His Son, Jesus. Well, as we begin today... Let's look a little bit at some of the armor that the enemy has because we also looked at the armor that God has given the believer and uh, everything from the shield of faith to the, the, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God and being shot with the preparation of the gospel for our feet and the breastplate of righteousness. All of this has been given to us as believers. Now, the world not only is under the influence of the prince of the air, the cosmos, they're under the influence of the flesh, they're under the influence of the old sin nature, they're under the influence of every wicked spirit that is out there, the darkness that is out there that is constantly uh, deceiving and lying to man so that they can go in the direction that is contrary to what God depends on or God uh, has prepared for us as believers. The enemy uses wiles and flaming darts. He uses these against the mind of the believer because he has got to bring him to a place where he can doubt the word of God. He will accuse the word of God. He will accuse God. He will accuse anything and anyone to try to get us out of the order that God has prepared for us. If we are called in Christ and we have been predestined, there is a calling in our lives that God wants us. There's a, there's a, 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 
minister I, I heard one time, and he calls it the assignment. God has given us an assignment while we're here on earth. The enemy is going to do everything possible to try to get us to delay, postpone, neglect, or avoid that assignment in our life. We will have to give account to God of that assignment, whether we fulfill it or not, because he had given us already everything possible to know what the strategies of the enemy are, how he works, and how he functions. So he functions in the area of the mind by throwing flaming darts. They are on fire. Now, he is going to work as an accuser, as a liar, as a murderer, as a thief. Uh, he is going to kill. He's going to rob. He's going to deceive, deception. He's going to slander, offend, and use pride to come against an individual. Now, even the word devil itself, the meaning of devil, the word devil, it means one that is a slander. So we shouldn't be surprised that he will slander the good name of God, which that's what the Antichrist is going to do. He's going to blasphemy the name of God. He's going to make it uh, uh, in such a nature and in such a way that it is not worthy and holy enough. But yet the prayer that Jesus taught was we begin our Father who is in heaven, holy. It is a holy name. It is a righteous name, but the enemy will try to get us uh, in that area. So the enemy wants us to walk and live in darkness, but the light of the gospel, the light of the face on Jesus, the light of the spirit in our lives burning daily and constantly as the oil gives us According to Psalm 119, thy word is a lamp unto my feet. It is a light unto my path. So as we begin to look at some of these things, let's begin to understand uh, basically what does take place. The enemy is going to want to, in our lives, bring us back into bondage, just like in Egypt. He's going to want to bring us back into bondage that we have been already delivered out of, just like the people of Israel. Uh, they wanted to go back to Egypt. They wanted to go back into the bondage, even though they had been, been freed from it. During that time, God had miraculously, he had provided the manna for them. He had the water, the rock that followed them. Uh, they had the cloud and they had the fire, the light by night and the cloud by day. They had God's protection, God's blessing. They had God's guidance, uh, the angel of the Lord that was before them. They had all of this, yet they still wanted to go back to Egypt. We have the Spirit of God. We have the Word of God. We have the blood of Jesus. And yet there are still individuals as believers that want to go back into the bondage of which they have been made free. The Apostle Paul in the book of Galatians talks about to stand fast in the liberty in which Christ has already made us. He has already given us a liberty and a freedom. And the word of God is called the law of liberty in the book of James in chapter 1. So we are to stand fast in that liberty and not go back into the bondage. And 
just like the people of Israel, uh, then uh, as time passed by, they wound up coming against not Egypt, but against Assyria. And Assyria uh, took 10 of the tribes of Israel. They were divided. If he will not get you into bondage, he is going to want to divide your life, your marriage, your job, your finances. Uh, he will use that as a weapon against us as believers. So that'll be the next step. Then he's going to want to, after that, he is going to want us to bring to a place where we are confused. And remember, in the book of James, chapter 3, it says that the wisdom that comes from above, that which comes from God is pure, it's holy, it's, it's, it's good, it's righteous. But that which comes from the devil, his wisdom, uh, it is uh, satanic, it's of this world, it's of the flesh, it's sensual. But God wants us to understand that the enemy wants to bring us to confusion. Where there is confusion, there is every evil work. Where there is strife and where there is division, then that opens the door. The keys of the enemy are used to open doors and to get in and cause all this stuff in our lives. And then, of course, uh, as we look at the historical past of Israel, uh, these are nations, but we can bring them and learn from them that individually God wants to show and reveal that these are things that the enemy is going to want to use against us as individual believers. The next nation that Israel was under, they were under the Medo-Persians. And when they were under the Medo-Persians, uh, they were given the task of go back and uh, rebuild uh, the walls, uh, go back and do the rebuilding of the temple, go back and accomplish this. This had been foreordained uh, and, and predestined by God for one of the kings to give the order for them to do that. And when they did go, the enemy frustrated their plans. He wouldn't let them build the walls. He wouldn't let them uh, build a temple. There were so many things that he threw against them. Well, that'll be the next step. He is going to want to frustrate you. He is going to get you frustrated. Starting first, he wants to bring you back into bondage. Then he wants, after he's brought us into bondage, he wants to divide and conquer. And of course, Jesus talked about that in the book of Matthew in chapter 12, about a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. Satan's kingdom cannot stand. God's kingdom would not stand if it is divided. So therefore, our lives, if they are divided, uh, they will not be able to stand either. And then, of course, when we've reached already that stage, then we will be frustrated. We will be frustrated that we can't get anything accomplished. We can't get anything done. We can't go forward. All of this because the weapons that the enemy is using of accusing, lying, murdering, being a thief, killing, robbing, uh, slandering, offense, pride... Every one of these things is identified as things that the enemy uses to come against the believer's life. Now, let's look at Revelation. In chapter 12, verse 7, I just want to read there about three or four verses as we look at them. 
The scripture says, And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels. And prevailed not. Notice the devil and his angels prevailed not. But in this case, he's called the dragon. Not only is he a dragon, he is identified in the book of Revelation as a dragon with seven heads. That means seven heads. That means seven abilities or seven authorities uh, that that are used or have been used either in the past or in the present or in the future. We say this because that which has been is going to be all over again. History repeats itself not only in nations, but it repeats itself in individual lives. We understand and know this from the scripture. So it says, And he prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. That means at this point that they are going to be kicked out of where they are there in the heavenlies. This does not mean that they are in God's heaven, in his presence, but they are going to be kicked out of the heavens over which they have uh, ruled. He is called the prince of the power of the air. Now, when Jesus, uh, his time was coming to go to the cross, the devil uh, wanted to see if he could grab him and do something, but he never could, could never lay a hand on him because Jesus says, you know, He's coming for me, but he has nothing on me. There's nothing for him to hold on to. There's nothing for him to accuse me of. There's nothing that has validity in it that is true. Why? Because he's a liar. He's a liar, has been since the beginning, according to John eight forty four, that he lies, and all those that are under his influence, they are called uh, the sons of the devil, and uh, they believe his lies. They are constantly under him. And of course, the devil is also called a murder there in the scripture. Now, it says in Revelation uh, 12, 9, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent. See, he's called the old serpent because that's who he was in the book of Genesis. He's called the devil. Remember, that means slanderer. And, he, and Satan, that is the other name that is given here, Satan. And uh, the scripture identifies that, uh, of course, as the accuser. The word Satan means the accuser. The word devil means the slanderer. So it says, and he that is called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth, there's his weapon, the world, the whole world, the whole earth. Uh, in, in this case, we're... We're, we're talking not about just the cosmos where the scripture talks about. Uh, we're not talking uh, 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 about the things that are in the world, but we're actually talking about the whole planet. He deceives the whole world. He was cast out into the earth. He's cast out into this very planet, into the very soil, and his angels were cast out with him. This is because he lost. So we win. Well, there's so much more to say, but join us tomorrow. We'll continue along these lines. But until then, keep looking up. Our redemption draweth nigh. May the Lord richly and truly bless you in his precious name. Amen.